Hello, and welcome to the PG Weekly Podcast. In today's episode, you will hear some weight loss tips from Joel Simpson. Good morning. My name is Joel Simpson, and I'm here with you for the next uh, 15 minutes or so of your day. And I'm also here to help you learn about how to get started on your weight loss journey and maintain it. Now, uh, a lot of you out there listening right now, you might be saying, uh, what does this guy know about weight loss and fitness goals or anything like that? Why should I listen to you? And uh, to that, I say, you know, you're right to want to ask questions about that. And I'm, I'm here to tell you why you should trust me. I was a morbidly obese child at the height of 5'3". We'll go with 5'4 on a good day, you know, 5'5 on a great day. I was uh, about 225 pounds. And um, for that height, that is that is considered morbidly obese, like I said earlier. And uh, over the span of two years, starting in 2020, I managed to lose over 75 pounds. I dropped down from 225 all the way down to 149. I also was able to reverse my pre-diabetes symptoms and all around just get a much healthier and better lifestyle. Now, for you all getting started, the first thing I'm going to tell you all about when it comes to weight loss is something called a calorie deficit. And, and you know, before I get into that, I, I want to let you all know that this is the most technical part of this process, but I promise it gets much easier and simpler from here. Now, uh, to get started back with that, a calorie deficit, it occurs when you consume fewer calories than your body expands, or to put it simply, calories in, calories out. According to WebMD, a good rule of thumb for a good rule of thumb, I'm sorry, y'all, for healthy weight loss is a deficit of about 500 calories per day. That should put you on course to lose about one pound per week, and this is based on a starting point of at least 1,200 to 1,500 calories a day for women, and 1,500 to 1,800 calories a day for my fellas out there. It can be it can be really unhealthy to take in less than that per day. Please do not undereat, and if you don't feel comfortable, please talk to your doctor about the minimum calories that you need in a day. And um, a lot of y'all at home are probably telling me, well, uh, that's cool. I know what a deficit is now, but uh, how do I find it? How do I find that number? And to that, my good people, I say that that can be a little bit tricky. I won't lie to you. Um, everybody's different. Everybody's metabolism is, you know, can be different. For example, mine is around 1600, but somebody else's can be 15 or 14. It's, it's a tricky process. And um, a way that I recommend starting out and trying to find out that number, because it will take a little bit of trial and error, I'll be honest, you most likely won't find the exact number on your first try. Because even I, when I first attempted, I tried, I believe it was 1200. And little did I know that I, that was ridiculously low and I had to fix it. But as I said, it's, it's a trial and error process. You're gonna learn, you're gonna make some mistakes. It's fine, they're not permanent, they're reversible things. And eventually I found out that I could actually handle 1600 and still manage to lose weight. A website that I recommend is calculator.net. Uh, they have a calorie deficit calculator that is, it's relatively accurate, but like I said, um, take that number and just experiment with it. Try it out one day, you know, for a couple of weeks, you know, try out the 1500 if it says that's your maintenance. And then if it says a little bit more, maybe see if you can handle a little bit more in there and still lose weight. Just try it out a little bit. It's, it's not something that you're going to get most likely get on the first try. And so, you know, now, Let's get started on the uh, nutrition aspect of weight loss. The biggest thing that I wanted to get started on was food on the go. I decided to give this an entire segment on its own because I constantly hear the excuse that people are too busy and constantly have to eat out. And, you know, you know, you're just saying that they can't get in healthy options and, you know, they're always out. And so now we're going to discuss how to maintain healthy habits on the go. Now, health.harvard.edu, they recommend things such as planning ahead cooking in batches 
and eat nutrient-dense foods, which are all great tips, by the way, um, on their own. I understand that not everyone is going to be able to prep their meals at home all week, or you may just want some quick fast food. And for that, I have a couple of great recommendations for quick fast food on the go. And uh, my first choice, uh, if you can afford it, because, you know, I'll admit Chick-fil-A, you know, it's a little bit up there in price, you know. It would be Chick-fil-A's grilled nuggets or or even their grilled sandwiches. Or their gr Honestly, almost all of Chick-fil-A's grilled options are great for you. They're high in protein. They're low in calories, low in fat. Um, you know, obviously, the high amount of protein will lead to you feeling fuller for longer. And it'll it's a lot less calories versus you consuming something like a burger or a slice of pizza. You're getting more of a bang for your buck. And, uh, you know, my next stop, it's got to be Chipotle. Uh, it's a controversial, but you can't go wrong with it. It's rice, meat, some veggies. You know, as long as you don't load up too crazy on the sour cream and cheese, which, you know, as long as you keep that under control, maybe substitute that for guac if you got the money like that. Because it is, although it's higher in calories, it is a healthy fat at the end of the day. That is something that's really good for you. Subway. Subway's got a couple of good options that you can take. Uh, some turkey sandwiches, some chicken breast, you know, just like I said, don't overdo it on the toppings. Don't, I mean, you can load it up with as many veggies as you want, but just try not to go too crazy on the sauces and the cheeses and whatnot. Um, Panda Express has some great options. The teriyaki chicken, the beef and broccoli. There's, you know, there's plenty of fast food. And, and don't even get me started on any of the salads that you can get out. Hey, Chick-fil-A, great salads. McDonald's, haven't had it, but they look pretty good. Wendy's, everybody offers salads. You, you just got to find them and actually be willing to look for them. And, and another thing that I recommend, if you're really wanting that burger, but you're wanting to, you know, save a few calories and still stay on track, you can, at most places nowadays, you can get your bur burgers lettuce wrapped. I don't know if you all knew that, but even fast food places, it used to be a restaurant thing or certain small, but even like the Wendy's and the McDonald's, you can get your burgers lettuce wrapped and it'll cut like two to 300 calories off for your meal. And it's it's still good in my opinion. I, I recommend a lot of you all try it out. If you, if you can't afford the fast food, then there's obviously, you know, there's meal prepping if you can try to make the time. You uh, go ahead and prep your food out in advance, you know, maybe some chicken breast, some turkey, some different type of recipes out for the week. And, you know, just package them all up so you can take them out of the fridge, microwave them. Something to just keep you on the go, something quick. With that said, next up, we're getting to exercise. That's that's my personal favorite right here. And I hope that it'll become some of you all's personal favorite that are listening to this. Obviously, we're going to get started with the biggest and most important of all exercises. And that is cardio. Cardio is the key to weight loss. Even if you were to eat the same amount that you were to eat today, and if you were to just add somewhat a form of cardio in, I could, I could, I could almost, I'm almost certain that you could start to lose weight just off of that alone. Now, I'm not saying it would be a lot because you still, nutrition is important, but I'm almost certain that you would start to lose something immediately just from adding in an extra, maybe a mile a day, two miles a day. But uh, there's plenty of forms of cardio. There's walking, there's jogging. If you're, if you're a sprinter, if you got it like that, you know, you can go out on sprints. There's bike rides. There's swimming for those people. I, I can't swim, but, you know, if you can, that's that's great. It's a great form of exercise, great form of cardio. If you have a gym membership, there's the bikes, the Stairmasters, that evil thing. I mean, some of you might like that. I don't, I don't know. It's not for me, but there's a Stairmaster out there, of course. And, uh, you know, there's, there's plenty of options out there for cardio. Just find something that you like. Don't do something that you don't enjoy. There's Everybody's got to find something. Like, for example, I, I was, uh, when I was first introduced to cardio, I had a bad experience. I was introduced to it by my father and he is in the military. And so his idea of cardio and, you know, getting me to lose weight as a kid was, here, let's just start out on these full hill sprints and let's just keep going. That's not for everybody. For some people, yes, you can, you'll start out, you, you'll be great at it. Some people are just built for that and others, it's it's not for you. For example, it wasn't for me and I, I, I quit. I didn't want to do it anymore and I started to gain even more weight and I'm, I wish that he had known better, but now I'm more educated and I'm educating people now. And so, you know, it, it, it things happen, but uh, we're all we're all learning. We're all learning. 
And so find what form of cardio that you can enjoy, whether that be walking, jogging, walking on a dog, riding a bike, swimming. Like I said, just you, you'll find something that you enjoy. After cardio, you know, you've got your um, we got your at home workouts for the people that that are wanting to work out at home. You've got your classic um, push ups, sit ups. You know, I personally recommend that you make the investment on Amazon. They're pretty cheap. You can get a pull up bar now for like 20 something dollars. That's sturdy and it'll get the job done. Um, pull up bar, a dip bar. If you can afford some resistance bands as well, that'd be great. Now, I know this is expensive because even I only have one set. Maybe I'm planning on getting a second one, but dumbbells, I recommend those too at home. There's a lot of exercise that you can do with those, but uh, I know that those are, those can be expensive per, per pair. I'll be honest. So I understand if you all can't get those, but I would definitely recommend a pull up bar, a dip bar if possible. And you know, you just got your basic body weight for the rest. I would also recommend if possible, you get a gym membership. Of course, I'm not saying it's required to lose weight, but it's it's a great motivator because I noticed that, uh, you know, outside of the gym with the at home workouts, that personally was it didn't work out for me. I um, I would work out at home. I wouldn't feel as motivated. And, you know, I might just, you know, I might have, you know, I, I wouldn't give it my all. And it was it wasn't the best. It wasn't the best thing for me. But when I got a gym membership back in 2020, Planet Fitness was offering the free teen summer challenge. And I noticed that the gym for me, it it created a different environment, something that I couldn't replicate at home. You know, it actually made me motivated. I was in this place surrounded by all these people working out and it just, I don't know. I, I really recommend if you can, there's there's different gyms out there. If you're on a budget, there's always Planet Fitness. It's it's cheap, it's about $10 a month for the most basic membership. You, you don't get the free weight experience, but you're still getting plenty of equipment. And for 10 bucks, it's not bad, but if you have the extra money to spare, there's the LA Fitnesses, the Gold Gyms, 24-hour fitnesses and some of your smaller gyms around the area that are also great and we'll get the job done. Next up, we have lifestyle. I made this a, another segment of its own because with everything that I told you all before this, I want weight loss to be a lifestyle for you. I don't want this to be something that you try to do temporarily. Like I don't want you doing a quick keto diet, you know, no fat, no this, no that, restrictive that. I want you to be able to live your life. You need to have balance. When it comes to diet, yes, there will be days where you eat your salads, you know, your grilled chickens and all that. But there's also going to be days where you just want a burger, just bread, meat, cheese, some bacon, ketchup, you know, all of that. You're going to want some pizza. You're going to want all that. And you should enjoy that. You just need to know how to enjoy it in moderation. There's nothing wrong with eating fast food that, you know, is fried and all that. You just have to enjoy it in moderation. And the same with exercise. People should understand that you don't need to go to the gym every day of the week and just, you know, break your body down to the point where you, you can't, you don't even want to get up out of bed. It's, it's a complete balanced thing. You want this to be a lifestyle. You, want, you don't want this to be something where you buy a gym membership and then it's just sitting on your keychain for the next year. And you're just like, oh, wow. Yeah. Haven't been to gym. No, we don't want that. We want you actively using that membership and actively working on your body. Next up, we've got the q and I've got some questions that I got sent in from a couple of viewers, and uh, we're going to go ahead and go over them. The first one is, what supplements do you recommend? Ah, that's that's a great one. Um, My, my biggest one, protein powder. I recommend to isolate because it's fast digesting and it'll get through to your system real quick. But, you know, there's plenty of forms of protein out there. There's ones for vegans. There's ones with dairy in it, ones without dairy. There's there's a lot out there. There's pretty affordable, in my opinion. You can usually find some at Amazon and Walmart for pretty cheap. But if you have the money, there are some nicer brands out there that are a little more on the pricey end, but they, they taste really good. They're giving you your protein requirements. I would highly recommend a protein powder. Uh, there's also a pre-workout, which 
it's optional in my opinion i i personally don't use it anymore i used to at some point but uh you know it does give you that extra motivation it can give you that extra kick that you may need on a day where you might not feel like working out you just need that extra boost that pre-workout could just be that extra push that you need and lastly creatine is something that i i'm going to be experimenting with it's been researched it's completely safe something that can help you build more muscle you know help blow your muscles up a little bit make them look a little bit better completely safe i'm about to get on it soon if you're into that that's fine if you're not that's also fine it's not a requirement like i said the biggest one out of those three i would say is the protein powder i could live without the pre-workout i could live without the creatine next up we've got the question should i do strength training or cardio for weight loss now according to the american cancer society two to three strength-based workouts each week can result in significant health benefits such as increased muscle mass stronger bones boosting metabolism better posture balance and joint flexibility research shows it can also boost health heart heart health i'm sorry <laughs> and have a positive impact on your mental health yeah like they said you're going to want to do a mix of both you're not going to want to just do strength training you're going to want to do a mix of strength and cardio but like i said moderation for both of them make sure you're not overdoing it in either category and make sure you know you have proper balance next up on our list we've got i'm new and feeling really sore what should i do yeah yeah i know about that um if you're new to regular regularly exercising it's common to wake up feeling sore and just feeling like crap the next day i'll be honest it's it's gonna happen I, i'll warn you it's gonna happen if you hear people talking about doms you know you'll hear that in the gym sometimes they're referring to delayed onset muscle soreness this soreness is a result of the micro tears to your muscle fibers and that happens when you do a difficult workout or use different muscles it's important to know that you don't need sore muscles to know that you challenge yourself. You can see your progress by tracking your reps, by your weight loads, or the number of reps that you know, you've completed within a time frame. If you're feeling sore, take an active recovery day. And maybe do some yoga if you're into that, low intensity cardio, you know, walking, cycling, something light, and reduce the intensity of your workouts to allow your body to fully recover. If you really do wanna get back in, just take it easy. Don't, don't kill your body, especially when you're first starting out. It'll get better, it gets better over time, but just don't don't push it too hard too early because then, you know, most people, they, they tend to burn themselves out like that. Just if you need to take the rest day or, or take it light, just don't push too hard. Uh, next up, we've got how do I stay motivated to work out? That is something that I I cannot personally answer for you because I mean, for me, it, it just it became a fun thing. And it might be the same for you. Who knows? But it might not. For me, it became um, I saw some results. And I was just like, wow, this is great. And so I started to, you know, look into it more and look at more exercises. And I began to experiment and I had more fun with that. And then, you know, you'll, um, I, I saw my numbers starting to go up on the weight, you know, how much weight I could lift. And it, and it became a game for me. It, uh, it became a real challenge. And I, uh, I began to just love it. And now the gym is just, it's a part of my lifestyle. Next up, we've got, how can I measure my progress? Oh, I, I love this question. I love this question. Please, thank you. Thank you for that. I love it. Please, people, please, people, please, people, take pictures. Pictures are a great thing that I wish I had done when I first started my journey. I have lost so much weight, but I, I don't have as many pictures from year one because I was really self-conscious. Take those pictures. I promise you, you're a little bit self-conscious now. You'll love it. You will love looking back on those pictures. Take pictures. Obviously, you know, you're looking at the scale. You want to see those numbers go down. The scale isn't, let's say, ACLCL, obviously, the eye test is the biggest test. You're gonna wanna see, are you really losing weight? Are you noticing the difference? You'll notice it. You won't notice it maybe, you might not notice it the first day. You might not notice it the first week. Heck, you might not notice it the first month. Check back two months, three months. I promise you in a year if you're keeping up, you'll notice it. 
take pictures please please people take pictures and last up on our questions here is oh uh we've <laughs> we've got how do i get abs now this is the one where a lot of people don't like me i'm sorry to say it but um you're not gonna get abs a lot of people they think that you're gonna get abs by doing 100 crunches a day just sitting in the room just repping out crunches ah you know you just you're just getting it in there doing different core exercises that's it's not gonna get most people abs i'm I'm sorry. You're gonna to wanna to get your body fat percentage down if you're wanting to get abs. They'll really show when you're, as a male, when your body fat percentage is down to about nine to 13%. It's really different for a lot of people, but on average, with a body fat of nine to 13%, you'll start to see your abs. And obviously when you're down in those ranges, uh, even close, like I said, with 14 and 15, you know, then doing core exercises, you know, that may help them pop a little bit, but just just doing, you know, ab exercises, it, um, I'm sorry to say it, but that uh, that's, that's not how you get abs, my friend. But uh, you know, one place that you can learn that is here at PGCC, where they offer a variety of classes on, you know, nutrition. They, we have trade school classes and multiple, we have a variety of things here at PG. Come check us out one day. I think that sound means it's time for our Mythbuster section. All right, well, people, I'm going to give you 30 seconds to take note of everything that I've just talked about and just get it ready, get it in your head, get it ready for Mythbusters. All right, first up is you can target specific areas of fat. That, that is false. You cannot target a specific area of fat. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I know a lot of you may be thinking, well, I can't target, no, you can't target that belly. You can't target that, the body will choose what it wants. The, the body may choose the belly. It may choose the belly for all we know. You know, you may get lucky and the body may take fat from there, but honestly, it's truly up to your body. It may choose to take fat from your leg. It may choose to take fat from your arms. It may choose your back. We can't choose. It, it sucks, but it's the truth. The next up thing was the most important thing when losing weight is a calorie deficit. And for that, I would have to say that is true. That is true. Um, the calorie deficit, you know, you could technically sit around and have a, a lazy office job, but if you're in a calorie deficit, you can't beat the laws of thermodynamics. You will lose weight if you are in a calorie deficit. Next up, you don't need rest days. Whoo, man, if somebody said, if, if one of y'all out there is saying true to that, I, I don't know, you ain't been listening to me. You need a rest day. That is false, my friends. Please take rest days. Next up is cardio is a primary tool in weight loss. And uh, obviously, if you all been listening to me, you know that is true. Cardio is heavy, you... Cardio, I would, I would, if if you can't make time for, if you have a limited time, if you even have 20, 30 minutes a day to exercise, as much as I hate to see it, because I personally love lifting weights, I love strength training. If you're trying to lose weight, dedicate it to cardio. I, I, I know it hurts. We all love to lift the weights. Most of us, we love to lift weights, pumping iron. But if you're on a limited time frame and you really need to get, to, you gotta exercise. Just cardio. I take the cardio over the, the strength training any day. And um, next up is uh, morning workouts are best for your metabolism. 
That, my friends, is false. It is not any better for your metabolism than it is if you worked out at night, in the afternoon, when you just woke up. It's, it's all the same. Next up, oh, we've got something for the ladies here. All right, all right. Lifting weights makes you bulky. I want to know what you all think about that because um, no matter what you think, the answer is false, technically. For my ladies out there, I know a lot of you say, I don't want to lift weights, you know, I don't want to look bulky and get big. Strength training is great for toning the body, the glutes especially. I know y'all looking for that. Um, it's great for toning up and just getting you to look nice and set up. It's not going to make you look bulky unless you mix that in with proper dieting. For example, you know, if, if you're if you're going to get bulky, you, would, you wouldn't do it on accident. You're not going to accidentally get built. I'm not going to accidentally become built like Ronnie Coleman. You know, it's just like that. You're not going to accidentally become built like a bodybuilder. It takes dedication. You'd have to actually have a proper diet linked to that. You know, being a somewhat of a calorie surplus, which is a whole different bag of nuts that we're not even going to open today. <laughs> um, it's You're not going to get bulky, ladies. You'll still keep your nice figure. You'll be just fine. I promise. Next up, we've got more muscle mass equals more fat burned while sleeping. That is actually true. The more muscle that you have, the more fat that will be burned while you're sleeping because it will actually, the more muscle that you have, the more lean muscle to be specific, it will help boost your metabolism and help burn more calories while you're sleeping. That is actually true. Last up on the list, we have protein boost your metabolism. Ladies and gentlemen, that is true. Protein makes you burn more calories and increases the calories out and due to the high thermatic effect and several other factors high protein intake tends to boost metabolism it makes you burn more calories around the clock and it's really it helps during your sleep as well and i personally think that protein like i said earlier it's it's the key it's it's, it's a cheat code man protein is it's helping and supporting your muscles it keeps you full it's a cheat code to weight loss there's protein snacks which those are uh, those are those are pretty pricey. I'll be honest with you. We um, I wouldn't fault y'all if you didn't get into the protein snacks. But you know, different things like protein shakes, lean meats, your steaks, your chickens. They're they're protein cheat codes. You can eat oh shrimp. Don't even shrimp is a great one. Shrimp. You can eat so much of it and you'll get so much protein and and, and it's such a little amount of count. It's great. It is absolutely perfect for weight loss and it'll, it'll definitely get you there. And another thing that'll help you when it comes to weight loss could be, you know, just taking a look around here at uh, PG's beautiful campus. Like I said, a great area if you just want to get some cardio in. Just we have a beautiful campus here at, at Largo that I'm at right now. And you can just take some time, walk around, explore this beautiful campus. We've got a great dining hall, some great lecture rooms. We've got a great studio that I'm in right now. Great professors teaching here. It's it's a lovely experience here at PG. And uh, I gotta say, I couldn't see myself going anywhere else but here for my community college and uh, my associate's degree. Thank you. And uh, I'll see y'all next week. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. This podcast was for educational purposes only. The views and opinions that were expressed do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of Prince George's Community College, its faculty, its staff, or its affiliates. The PG Weekly is produced by Heavenly Bee, David Smalls, and is executively produced by Dale Roden.